This week, we have another full slate of games to look forward to. Luckily for us, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, has us covered with so many different ways to get in on the action. DraftKings Sportsbook is based right here in the U.S., not offshore, so you know your funds are safe and secure. Plus, they have new odds, boosts, and promotions on your favorite sports every day. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you can bet from wherever, whenever, you don't even have to leave your house. And for those where sports betting is not yet available, head to the DraftKings app and check out all of their daily fantasy contests. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SI when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's code SI to get your sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. This is the SI Fantasy Podcast. Head to SI.com slash fantasy for all the latest news, advice, and more to help you win your league. I look at his athletic ability, his explosiveness. He's very good in the red zone. He's able to get you those touchdowns. I mean, this guy had five touchdowns and 30 receptions. That's pretty much unheard of. Don't forget to subscribe to SI Fantasy Plus for even more content you won't find anywhere else. Every single running back in his first year as the featured back under Andy Reid, dating back to 1999, has been the RB10 or better. How can we go wrong here with the Glide, guys? Here are your hosts, Corey Parson and Michael Fabiano. What's up and welcome inside the SI Fantasy Podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, and Michael Fabiano. Mike, my man, what's good with you? We got a special guest today. We do, man. Uh, The great Jerry O'Connell. Uh, of course, you know him from films and television and social media uh, and a, a very astute and uh, enthusiastic fantasy football player. What's up, Jerry? Oh, well, man, how are you, not, brother? Thanks uh, for joining us. Not so great yesterday. I'm in – what's up, Corey? I'm in this crazy what's the deal? 2QB league that is the bane of my existence, and um, I started <laughs> – I, I, um, I've got Justin Herbert in one of my slots, which is great every week. It's exciting to watch. It's fun to watch those chargers, no matter who they play. It's an electric game. I'm sorry. They got that tough loss yesterday, but in my other slot, I had to start Jimmy Garoppolo yesterday. And I, Mm. I, I I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. It's it is, it affected my sleep. (laughs) It, I woke up in like like fits like normally this would be because the presidential election and polls are tightening and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with that. It's because Jimmy Garoppolo posted one point yesterday in what should have been the NFC shootout of the season. I I don't know what to do with myself. Yeah, and not only that, look at that defense. Sorry. That's Sorry, especially I, when you look at that defense, he was going against you to figure Garoppolo would have been a good play, right? You know, I think Jamal Adams came back. I just, I don't know what to, I don't, you, you know, sometimes I do look at projections and maybe that's my mistake in this game. Well, so let me projection, ask you projections are, projections are, you know, that they're a useful tool for sure. 
I never really look too much at projections, though, my friend. Nah, projections are tough. But, Jay, let's start from the top. Let's take it to the beginning. How long have you been playing fantasy football? When did you start? And how was your two-quarterback league team going so far this year? Well, let's go to my uh, let, let's go to my Yahoo League, which is my oldest league. I'm in four now. Um, it says I started in 06, so this is my 14th season, I guess. Okay. Now, in my Yahoo right, League. So I think I started around 03. Now, in my Yahoo League, I did something highly illicit, and I hope that the goofballs who were in that league aren't listening. But I had, um, in my receiving core, I had Corey Davis. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for Corey Davis coming back and beating <laughs> COVID and doing well. But I had I have Deshaun as my quarterback. I have James Robinson as my running back. I have Will Fuller. So I had three buys. And also, they don't have an IR mm. in this dumb league that I'm in. So Nick Chubb has to sit on the bench for another two weeks. So I had a slot that I had to fill because I also had Chris Godwin who was not playing and I did not have an IR or a a reserve slot, whatever you call them. So I had to talk to my best friend in the league and he is my best friend. And I had to say, listen, I see you're not playing Damian Harris this Sunday. Uh, I, I, now is the, you have to let me know if this is highly legal in in fantasy. I said <laughs> it's it's, not like it's a, already started. It sounds like collusion, Jerry. It sounds like collusion. It sounds like the C word. <laughs> <laughs> will you take Godwin for just one week? I need him back, and I will buy you dinner of your choice anywhere when dining reopens here in the state of California. Um, that's collusion, right. Mike. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. <laughs> But on a positive note, you probably won't have to buy him dinner for a while because it doesn't look like we're opening anytime soon. Um, but but uh, Damian Harris, uh, there's a player I was not even on my radar. I mean, that's probably why I lose so much of fantasy football. Had uh, a great day yesterday. Yeah, he did. He did. And and that Patriots-Bills game, that was a surprise. I thought the Bills would, would, uh, would boat race them, and they didn't. It was an actual competitive game. And now we've gotten into the point where we have to whether or not uh, Josh Allen is a must start every week. Josh Allen, since week five, is the QB 21 on a points per game basis. That is not good. And Cam Newton was better than him yesterday. Uh, Yesterday went sideways in a lot of ways. Okay. When you're looking at the numbers and you're looking at Lamar Jackson, who is human. Okay. Fewer than 15 points. I get it. Like, the Steelers have been sort of, you know, his uh, his bugaboo. He hadn't been able to really play well against the Steelers uh, during his uh, his short career. But boy, Lamar Jackson's been an absolute disaster. Josh Allen wasn't any good. Carson Wentz wasn't any good against the Cowboys. Wow. I mean, Carson Let's... Wentz. You know what? You know what's crazy is that I was telling everybody who'd listen, you got to play your Eagles this week. You got to play your Eagles this week. Travis Fulgham was great. The Eagles defense was great. Everybody else stunk. It was just shocking. I um, Jerry, it sounds like you're about to say something about my Cowboys. Go ahead. I'm, I'm going to be listening very closely to this. That's our Cowboys. Well, oh, um, I guess that's right. Our Cowboys. <laughs> Jerry, are you a Cowboy fan? Um, no, he's not. Know, I, I actually, I'm, I'm not. I'm more of a Giants fan. But I do have to say, I do root for the NFC East. I, I, uh, okay. I, I just do. You know, I'm sure it's in the same way that you are take interest in a in an Eagles game or a Giants game. I really take interest in a Cowboys game, you know? Um, you know, I, I'm a lot older than all you whippersnappers, even you whippersnappers listening. Um, 
you know, there was a time where it was only the Washington football team, the Dallas Cowboys, the Giants, and a little bit the Eagles. That was it. Those are the only people who were, you know, one of those teams were always in the playoff, were always in the Super Bowl. So it's um, it's a really sad, it's a sad time for me in football right now. I mean, I'm playing Darius Slayton tonight, and um, I need 12 points from him. And I, I got to tell you, I highly doubt I'm going to get that. <laughs> I think so. I, 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 would agree with you. I would agree with you on that. Mike, when you're relying on Darius Slayton to save you on Monday night against that Tampa Bay defense, I think times could be tough. Yeah, yeah, it, it could be. And, uh, you know, Slayton has had his ups and downs. I don't like the matchup this week. Uh, we're Sterling Shepard back as well. So, uh, J.O., that might be – that might be a bit of a tough one. And, and of course, the Giants going up against the Buccaneers. Uh, Tom Brady has become, once again, a virtual must-start across the board. Going to be interesting to see Brady versus Breeze coming up in Week 9. The two future Hall of Famers going up against each other one-on-one. But what's also going to be very interesting, guys, is the return of Antonio Brown next week. J.O., were you able to get Antonio Brown in any of your fantasy leagues? Because I know you play in multiple. I do have him. He's been sitting on a couple in that uh, bye week uh, Chris Godwin hellish nightmare that I was in in that other league when I had to, uh, you call it collusion, <laughs> I call it being a friend. Um, I had to, uh, I had to pick up, um, I, I, I had to drop Antonio Brown, but I'm, but I'm ready to start him. I mean, the thing I'm, I, and I'm so sorry this is becoming a sob story on the show. Uh, you know, I just say this so that your listeners can benefit from, from, my 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 mistakes i started um i started agalor in that tundra windstorm yesterday over cj dallas who i mean looks yeah, sexy was good man he was good. really sexy name i really stared at him for a while i just love that name it just sounds like it sounds it sounds very exotic um, I don't want to. I, I want to make sure I don't say anything dirty on your show, but it sounds like an exotic name, CJ Dallas, and <laughs> DJ Dallas. Like go you know, DJ. That's go, my DJ, oh, and then DJ Dallas. Dallas like the sorry, Cowboys. sorry. Um, DJ Dallas. But I, I, I do have to say, um, I think the more the, I, I did not start him over Aguilar, who posted, I think, a donut, uh, a zero. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Agu- that was rough, man, with the weather there in Cleveland. I know, but uh, still, of course, because I started Aguilar over Dallas, he scored a zero. But, um, you know, I think the moral of the story is when you have a hot team like the Seahawks, um, and there's, let's say he even is a fourth, a fourth, a, 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 a fourth string running back. If he is starting, you got to go with the hot team. Like, just... You know, uh, these floundering teams, if you're starting, like if you're looking at, and while, Ful, Ful, while Ful, Fulham had a uh, a touchdown yesterday, it just makes watching, you know, that game last night. If you're, if you're starting, you know, uh, um, if you're starting a Gallup or you're starting, you, you know, any, anyone on these floundering teams, it's just, you're, you're asking for a painful, a painful two and a half hours. And and that's what it was. A lot of you were checking out the Dallas Cowboys and Gucci Danucci last night. But you know what? Oh. I want to circle back, Jo, because I, I heard Mike call you Jo. So now I'm gonna call you Jo. Okay. I'm you. like, let me get in the crew. So um, <laughs> Jo, so peep game, Jo. I want to ask you this: in a post football career, I think Antonio Brown can be a Hollywood superstar. What about you? Um, I do uh, enjoy his uh, personality. Um, 
I I do enjoy him. I think he's got a lot of football left in him, though. Um, you I know, so it was too. funny. I, I watched that entire Jets game uh, yesterday. I'm actually also, sadly, a, a Jets fan. And for some weird reason, I watched the game. Oh, I know why I watched the game yesterday. Because I started Mahomes in another league that I'm in. And I was afraid that Mahomes was going to just like go up by 28 and then not play for the second half of the game. But man, he had uh, he put up some monster numbers yesterday. But I did start. Um, the reason why I'm also losing in all my leagues is I drafted Levy and Bell, I believe, in my third or fourth round. So he's been on my bench for the last two and a half months. And um, yeah, the season finally, <laughs> since week one. <laughs> I finally started him uh, yesterday. He, I think he only had six points, but um, I uh, I did watch that uh, whole game. Um, you know, it was it was really crazy. It was a little upsetting watching Levian and knowing that Antonio Brown isn't playing on Monday against the Giants. That I, I don't know what happened up in Pittsburgh, but a lot of those players just didn't want to play there anymore. And now they're all sort of. It's almost like there was like an amazing class of of players that came out of. Um, uh, you know, one school and then they all split up and now they're not together anymore. It's almost like the Avengers need to assemble again. Um, uh, it, it <laughs> well, was, P- Pittsburgh's doing pretty well without them. Well, uh, yeah, they are, but um, I don't know. It's just, uh, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing Antonio Brown. I, I, I think he's got a lot, a lot of football left in him. Mike, I got a couple things for you right quick. Let's, let's mm-hmm. talk about that Pittsburgh Baltimore game yesterday. I got to see a little bit a little bit of that. The Baltimore running game looked very good yesterday. J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards running the ball real good. Listen, I think us as fantasy people, we want to see the rookie running back get in there and take over. And Dobbins like his talent, his ability to catch the football out of the backfield. So I want I want your opinion on Dobbins moving forward. And also, Lamar was terrible with the turnovers yesterday. Right. But Mike, he had an electrifying touchdown run that was called back. That was called he back. Still, yes, he he still has the wheels, but the turnovers looked real bad. That's the problem. Last year, you know, what, what was the big thing with Lamar coming out of college, right? Can he be an NFL passer, an effective NFL passer? We know he could run with the football. And then last year, he was ridiculously good as a passer. This year, he hasn't been as good as a passer. He also hasn't been running the ball as much, although uh, he had double-digit carries, which we like to see against Pittsburgh. And again, Pittsburgh has, has been tough for him. It's been a tough matchup for him. And the schedule does get much better for Lamar Jackson down the stretch. But this this is just a reminder that you got to beware those magical seasons, man, because nine times out of 10, players cannot even come close to duplicating them. And I would also suggest that a lot of fantasy owners out there who drafted Lamar Jackson in the top 20 are probably hurting right now because they didn't get a number two running back who's any good. They didn't get a number two wide receiver who's any good, whatever the case may be. And their top quarterback, the guy who was supposed to lead them in points every single week, has certainly not been doing that. And he's got the Colts coming up. And the Colts defense is pretty good. So Lamar is, I wouldn't say he's been the biggest bust in fantasy football. I think Michael Thomas is probably there. Even though he's been hurt, doesn't matter. You haven't had him. But Lamar has not been what we had hoped for so far uh, this season from a fantasy perspective. In terms of that backfield, I never I never wish injury on anyone, but I'm a big fan of J.K. Dobbins. He was my stash and cash on SI uh, preseason plot. I really love him. I, I think he he has got all the tools to be a, a very good fantasy player, not only the rest of the season, but uh, moving on through his career. I think he's going to be in a first or second round pick in fantasy drafts. But Gus Edwards is still in the mix, and that is going to be a 50-50 split. Dobbins will be utilized more as the pass catcher. Uh, Edwards is going to be more of the bruiser. Ingram is a big question mark this week to face the Colts. So 
Uh, Dobbins and Edwards are both going to be in play uh, as flex options, even though the matchup is not that great. J.O., I heard you mention the Jets and the Giants. Are you a New York guy? I'm born and raised in New York, um, and that's well, why I'm, I'm from Manhattan. I'm from sort of the West Village, Chelsea. Um, okay, and I'm, I'm from Harlem, a little bit further up from you. Oh, cool. Um, where did you go to high school? I went to the, I went to the almighty St. Raymond's High School for boys in the Bronx, New York. <laughs> wow. I went to uh, PCS right on 60th and 10th. Um, but um, All right there. But I, I have to say um, – that's why you want me playing in your fantasy league, because uh, not that we bet money in fantasy leagues, but it, it, you're most likely getting whatever whatever initiation payment is uh, is required. <laughs> yeah, so you're a, uh, you're a fantasy league donator. Right. I mean, that's exactly what I am. Just Wait a minute. I, J.O., I mean, you're in the playoff hunt in the celebrity league, though, bro. I, I mean, am. you're tied for second right now. But that's only because, and this is how fickle, this is what a fickle mistress fantasy is. That's only because I think in the second round, I think I had the 11th pick. Uh, there weren't any running backs or wide receivers that I wanted. So the only next player I picked up was was Mahomes. And it's just amazing how just a second round pick like that can change your mm-hmm. entire season. Yeah, yeah. Mahomes has been great. Mahomes should have been the number one overall quarterback uh, off the board. Of course, hindsight is twenty twenty there, but Mahomes has been... Just bananas good. So, J.O., let me tell you something about celebrity leagues, right? So back when I used to work for Sirius XM, like, I used to, like, produce the Sirius XM celebrity draft, right? Mm-hmm. So one of the years that I that I was in it, they was like, yo, can you help one of the celebrities run the team? So I ended up helping Artie Lang run the team. It was uh-huh. wild experience, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, you know, it, was, it really was, you know what I mean? And then I actually took the team all the way to the championship. The team lost in the championship, but they had me on their show. Uh, Nick and Artie had a show. Nick DiPaolo and Artie Lang, they had a show. I used to come on some, you know, cable network at night, and they brought me on, whatever, and we chopped it up with them, so that was good. The team lost in the Super Bowl, so the fantasy Super Bowl. Then the next season, right, I was, I ran the team for, uh, this homeboy used to be on 106 in Park. I think he do, like, another entertainment-style show now, the black guy. Um, AJ Calloway. Yes, yes, AJ yeah. Calloway. I ran a team for AJ Calloway, yeah. and um, that team didn't do so well. But when it comes to these celebrity leagues, like, do you take these leagues serious, or it's just like, okay, celebrity league, yada yada yada, whatever? Michael Fabiano's Sports Illustrated, the Fantasy SI, Fantasy Plus, whatever it is. By the way, I want to urge everyone. I know it's a little crazy because what you got for free in Week Seven, you now have to pay for with Fantasy Plus, but you get that very coveted flex. PPR ranking list. This is not an ad, everyone. I'm a customer. It's like I'm writing a Yelp Yelp review here. Um, <laughs> you get that flex PPR ranking list, which is everything. Um, and uh, um, I, I do take the celebrity league seriously, mostly because the 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 Michael Fabiano celebrity league has a lot of pro wrestlers in it. So Mike the Miz. <laughs> um, uh, Mike the Miz, Seth Rollins, um, Seth Rollins, and they talk relentless crap about me on social media, saying how no, um, my fantasy skills are worthless. And at first, I just laughed it off, and I was like, "Oh, this is what they do; they're professional wrestlers." But then, a fire lit inside of me, Corey, and I realized <laughs> yeah, not only did I want to the beat belly. 
beat these people. And it's not even about money. Not that we would ever exchange money in fantasy. No one would ever do that. Um, it's about um, it's about really beating uh, specifically Mike Mike the Miz. Uh, if you don't know who he Mike is, Mike talks a lot of trash. He um, he said some very hurtful things about me, and uh, I want to I want to beat him in the playoffs, and I want to post about it. No, well, here's the thing: he's from Cleveland. And Cleveland doesn't win. So just whenever he talks trash to you, remind him that he's from Cleveland and that Cleveland don't win. And that should kind of put the muzzle on him a little bit. You know what I'm saying? That's how I would handle Mike Demiz. So, but Fabiano, let me talk about these rookie running backs this year. Mm-hmm. Because coming into the season, rookie running backs are always a thing. A guy wants the next Zeke. A guy wants the next McCaffrey. A guy wants the next Saquon Barkley. This year, that who is the I want the next? It's like I want the next. Oh. <laughs> who is that? Well, I want the next. You know what I'm saying? The the number one rookie running back, though. I mean, think about it. It's Boy, Clyde it's a, Glott? No, it's James, James Robinson. Robinson. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, James Robinson's been great. I mean, so um, he was on a bye this past week, so a lot of people couldn't uh, you know couldn't start him, obviously. But I mean, looking at the numbers, Robinson's averaging over 19 points a game, and then a distant second is Jonathan Taylor, and that Colts backfield is going to drive me nuts right it's hot hand it's jordan wilkins he had the hot hand and naheem hines had a couple of touchdowns he hadn't done anything basically uh, hines everyone loved baby I, it is i know taylor taylor was like a top 10 play for me and a lot of folks out there and he just did not get the job done and and you're right you know what we, we talk about these rookie running backs deandre swift had a, has had a couple of good games but he wasn't any good yesterday uh the colts with darius leonard that is a very formidable running game uh, our, our run defense, I, heck, I mean, at this point, you're you're looking at probably you probably can't play the matchups with Jonathan Taylor. You probably have to play him. Antonio Gibson's a guy you're probably playing as well. He's been very good uh, from a fantasy standpoint as well. But yeah, these guys have not really lived up to expectations. And what's been crazy is that typically rookie quarterbacks don't come out and put up big numbers. But Justin Herbert's the top rookie right now. He's averaging over 24 points a game. Joe Burrow's averaging nearly 19 fantasy points per game. And you got Justin Jefferson, who's been pretty good. Chase Claypool's been pretty good. Uh, Brandon Ayuk's been pretty good as well, uh, especially lately. T. Higgins has been good. But the running back position, you're right, has been, you know, it's been a bit of a bust from a rookie perspective uh, so far this season. And none of these guys you can really, I mean, even the Glide. Ever since Le'Veon Bell came in, he's done nothing. He's done nothing. They're splitting the touches. It's been an absolute disaster. So, J.O., I think one day, probably in the next, probably the next 10 years or so, Drew Brees is going to be the governor of the state of Louisiana. <laughs> Have you ever had any political aspirations after your fantasy football and acting career is over? No. Um, uh, I have taken a lot of uh, provocative selfies of myself and sent them out. So, oh, yeah, yeah, unsolicited, uh, usually solicited. I'm not a monster, okay. Um, all right, all right, cool. But, um, I just they're they're all just coming back if I if I run for yeah. anything. I'll tell you one thing, I'd vote for Jerry O'Connell if I ran for, I think I would too. If I ran for my kids' PTA, I would they would come out. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, you don't want you don't want you know, you don't want the PTA moms to uh to get that meat mail, you know what I'm saying? Hey, guys, I'm so sorry to be so angry this morning, but can you believe I'm just looking at these stats today? Can you believe Nick Mullins had close to 20 points yesterday and Garoppolo had one point? Can you believe 
my life. I know, man. Mullins, Mullins mopped up, man, in garbage time. And now Thursday night football, Green Bay Packers uh, against the Niners. And I would suggest that Jimmy G is probably not going to go. Here's a crazy stat for you, okay? Here's a crazy stat for you. There is a quarterback out there who did not throw a single pass in week eight. Scored more fantasy points than Derek Carr, Josh Allen, Teddy Bridgewater, Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff, Carson Wentz, and Baker Mayfield. Taysom Hill. It won't go away. The Taysom Hill thing is real, Mike. And you know what? When you look at the situation, and I brought up Drew Brees to kind of tr- transform into that, it's almost like as if he doesn't need any wide receivers. He can just get the ball, dink and dunk, Alvin Kamara to tight end, and, and, and Brees is getting it done. That same team keeps winning. I think they're going to be a dud going down the stretch when we get deeper into the season, into the playoffs. But they're not missing Michael Thomas, but fantasy managers damn sure are. Yeah, that's for sure. And you know what's going to happen because it's 2020? The second he gets Thomas back, the second he gets Sanders back, Callaway, okay, I guess you can throw him in there too. He's going to have a bad game because it's 2020. And I have said to sit Drew Brees two weeks in a row, okay? And I've been wrong two weeks in a row. I mean, not only did he not have his top three wide receivers in that game, but it was an outdoor roadie against the Bears, and their defense has been really tough on quarterbacks. And what does Brees do? Doesn't matter. Has the best performance any quarterback has had from a fantasy perspective against Chicago this season. But that's 2020, guys. I mean, it is. Every single week, we're we're really trying to throw darts at backfields and trying to see who's going to get most the most touches, like in the Chargers situation and now the Colts situation, the Buccaneers situation. It's been a very challenging uh, 2020 campaign from a fantasy standpoint. Even if we didn't have this damn pandemic going on, uh, the the statistics have been elusive uh, a lot of weeks. So, uh, J.O., well, you know what? I just have to ask something, and this is a really important question, and you guys bring up all the important topics, uh, especially so close to um, week nine. Um you guys thought I was going to say the election, but I said week nine. Um, I, I, I did. I did. <laughs> that, was, you, that was good. Um, in this highly annoying two QB league that I'm in, um, obviously I'm starting Josh Herbert. That's 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 a given. Should I in my yeah, other slot, because I have started, I'm really ashamed to say, Mullins in week three when he started and was benched for whoever the backup backup was in in San Francisco. Do you remember that highly? Yeah, CJ Beathard, yep. CJ um, Beathard. Should I start Taysom Hill in in that other QB slot? And is anyone you going through any sort of bye week stuff? Should they should they throw Taysom in there? Can you play yeah. him in the quarterback spot? Yeah, you can. He's he interesting. He had fifty rushing yards and a touchdown and six targets yesterday with the yeah. three receptions. So before he's even in the end zone, he's scoring uh ten points. I just feel like that's chasing points, but yeah. I mean, at some point you get desperate enough, maybe you do that. I, I, Taysom Hill is not going to be the QB 17 most weeks. Let's put it that way. And he'll, he'll end up dropping out there because Tom Brady hopefully will outscore him. Maybe Daniel Jones won't, but the, I feel like this is one of those situations uh, where, where it's more of an anomaly than anything else. Uh, the saints just needed him because they're down so many pass catchers. Uh, quick bit of breaking news here. Tom Pelissero from NFL network is reporting AJ Dillon has tested positive for COVID-19 and the Packers and the Niners play on Thursday night. So that's something to keep in mind. Also, uh, remember that he, he was in all the running back meetings this week, right? Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams. So now you've got to uh, you've got to be a little bit concerned because in terms of the contract tracing, right? 
he was he is going to be around all those guys. So does that mean that like Jamal Williams, uh, Aaron Jones, are they off to quarantine now? Are they going to be available for Thursday night football? Boy, this COVID has been an absolute nightmare. But um, something to keep tabs on, friends, uh, with this Packers situation uh, moving forward. Definitely got you covered right here. SI.com, SI Fantasy got you covered as we break it down and go throughout the course of the week to let you know exactly what to do with that Packer running back situation on Monday night. SI Fantasy Podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Fantasy exec Michael Fabiano and my man, J.O. So, J.O., back to you right quick because I'm kind of mixing up different. Like, my mind goes all over the place. You know what I'm saying? And anytime I get a chance to talk to one of the homies, especially a New Yorker, and you live out there in California now and and you're doing the acting thing and and all of that stuff, right? So this year, for guys like me and Mike, fantasy pundits, fantasy analysts, whatever you want to call fantasy journalists, right? We, because of his 2020, and, you know, we got to do things right and everything, and, you know, this has been a wild little year and stuff like that. We have come across this very awkward thing in fantasy broadcasting where we get caught up and you can almost hear us say, about to say the word fantasy owner, and then we'll change it to fantasy manager or, fan, you know, I don't own this player. I roster this player or somebody I invested in. How would you advise fantasy pundits to be politically correct and still not kind of insult their audience? That's funny. Um, I've actually never thought of myself owning the players that I play. Um, Yeah, I I, I don't like that word either. I think it is actually a triggering word. I mean, I don't want to get... Super. I know your guys' yeah. podcast is very woke, um, and uh, I mean, you guys, <laughs> Michael especially knows I'm as woke as it gets. Um, but oh, uh, very woke, very woke. But um, yeah, I don't think I don't think owning the players is a very uh, a very woke thing to say. I mean, I uh, I guess I always say roster them. Um, yeah. But uh, it's I'm trying really to say like I'm, I'm trying to say like fantasy. Yeah, I try to say like fantasy fans, but sometimes fantasy owners just comes out, um, and it's it's kind of like I guess a uh, uh, for, force a habit there. I feel like though, yeah, I get it. You know the politically correct movement, this and that. What ESPN got caught doing a few years ago that, that was, was bad. horrible. That, that was, was horrible. bad. Yes. All right, with the, with the auction and everything else, that, that, that was bad. Terrible. Maybe, maybe this is taking it a bit too far because it, it's it's all in good fun. It is what oh, it is. What do we, uh, another oh, bit of breaking news. Marlon Humphrey. What's that? What do we call those auction drafts now? What's the new PC term for an auction draft? I, I mean, I, you can still call it the auction draft, but right. it's like you know, the way ESPN did it. Like they had like they had like an auctioneer and they had like a bunch of dudes sitting out there and they were like bring the player up and it looked at very – you know, I'm a You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, it was exactly. basically all, everyone involved was basically white, and they were holding up pictures of African American players and right, auctioning. Right, right. Uh, right. So it's not a good look. Uh, it's Mar- actually Mar- amazing. Mar- that Mar- it's amazing that no one spotted that and said, "We can't do this." Yeah, yes. How like, does that get through like logistics? Not like, smart. Like, oh, I got a great idea. You know what I'm saying? But I just want to to you as a guy, like for us or me and Michael on the inside, I mean, we're understanding we're doing it because we want to do the the correct thing. But you as a fantasy player who indulges in fantasy content, do you think like, man, what are these guys doing? Um, I've, uh, you know, I've never thought of myself as owning a team or owning players. Um, I really think of myself as just uh, barely 
barely uh, able to keep my head above water. And I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about starting <laughs> Taysom in my other league. I don't think I'm own. I'm not yeah, owning yeah, yeah, or dominating right. anything like <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's a very, it's a very sad time for me. No, there's, there's no domination. I mean, I do. When you say owners, I think of Art Blank or, you know, the, 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 uh, Jerry Jones, the or or not Jerry very Jones or, you know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Marlon Humphrey has now tested positive for COVID-19. He sent out a tweet and said, I got the Rona. All right. <laughs> I got the Rona. So, so the Rona continues to spread. The NFL is going to continue to bulldoze right through it. But uh, a couple of things to keep in mind here, folks, as we move forward with the week. Uh, again, the Ravens are playing Indianapolis coming up in week nine. So, Jerry, we want to help you get a W in this two quarterback league in week nine, right? And that's what we're here going to do with, at, at SI Fantasy, right? So, do you want to try to set this lineup now while you have me and Mike here? Or do you oh. want to, or you, or you think you want to do it a little bit later on in the be, week? Oh, he, he, can, he knows he can text me. I mean, l- listen, I'm, I'm, I'm starting Clyde Edwards, okay? I start him every week, even though he's only getting four points, I think, yesterday. And I realize it was supposed to be the big Levian yeah, revenge game. But you know what? It's just... Again, at least you're watching a team that is able to move the ball and score. You know what I'm saying? At least you're going to watch a team that's going to be in the red zone, I'd say, every 15 to 20 minutes. So that's like it gets your heart racing at least. Um, Always starting Josh Jacobs. While his team didn't look that great yesterday, he had a great day. I think I can drop Nelson Aguilar, right, right, fellas? I mean, he had a touchdown in three straight games. It was a stinker last week. It depends on what's out there on the waiver wire, Jerry. I mean, to be quite honest with you, the NFL is such a week-to-week league. It really is. Like, I mean, Kirk Cousins went from having a brutal performance. He had negative fantasy points in a week. Uh, and then the following week, he ended up, you know, being all right. So, like, I, I, try not to, I try not to be overly judgmental when it comes to a player having one bad week when he had really uh, been pretty good three of his last four so I don't know if you drop him unless you can get a, a hot name off the waiver wire. Then Aguilar certainly is not a guy who needs to be rostered in leagues. Um, Jimmy Graham, I started him over Evan Engram tonight, and I'm realizing that may have been a mistake. Um, he just had an off game yesterday. But you know what, though? Evan Engram, Evan Engram has not been all that good. He's getting the snaps. He's getting opportunities. He's leading the, the tight end position in drops, which has not been. All I know. That good. I, I watched the game yesterday. He had, he had a lot. Okay. He had a lot of drops yesterday. So, so, so Ingram, Ingram will end up being a guy who uh, is is more started because of name value than what he's doing actually on the field. No doubt, I would agree with that. Um, and what are you doing for the rest of this roster? Uh, are you talking to me? Yeah, yeah, Jay. I'm talking to you. Well, I have DJ Dallas, who was going to stare at me for the That's remainder good. of the season on my bench. And um, <laughs> you know what? I mean, I, I just I guess I just have to hope that um, there are a little slow healing in, in Seattle this week and I get to start him as well. I mean, I have Wayne Gallman sitting on that bench as well, who had a great weekend last oh. weekend. He's on my bench. I'm afraid to start him. Yeah, Gallman against Tampa Bay is not is not a great play. Uh, DJ Dallas, I mean, if he gets the start next week, they got Buffalo, so he's going to end up being in the RB2 mix. But uh, still not sure. I mean, that Seattle backfield was a, was a nightmare to try and prognosticate this week because it looked like it was going to be Hyde, and then suddenly he was doubtful, and it looked like it could be Chris Carson, and then it wasn't Chris Carson or Hyde, 
And then you're thinking, okay, well, Travis Homer is active, but DJ Dallas has been the only guy who's practiced all week. So Dallas was the play ultimately. And if you were smart enough to get him in your lineup, uh, a lot of folks out there kind of were desperate. It was a later afternoon game. So you kind of had to make that decision maybe before you wanted to, before you find out what the true inactives were. But I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't efficient. That's for sure. I mean, he had what 58 yards total on 23 touches. It wasn't very good, but he got in the end zone twice. So that's all that matters in fantasy for sure is getting into the end zone. Mike, let's go ahead and help Jay out. Give me some waiver wire guys for this week coming up. Your top yes. waiver wire pickups for this upcoming week. Dude, there are a ton and not a lot of quarterbacks though. Not a lot of quarterbacks. So Phillip Rivers has had two straight good games, but he got the Ravens. I like Derek Carr. He's got the charges coming up. That could be a high scoring game. Nick Mullins, as we talked about on Thursday night, uh, could draw the start. Drew Locke, you want a big-time sleeper, had a very good game in the second half against the Chargers. He's got Atlanta coming up. That's a good matchup. And then I don't know who the quarterback is going to be in Jacksonville. It might be Mike Glennon. It might be Jake Luton. Is that how you pronounce his name? Luton. Luton, I have no clue. But one of those two guys is going to start for the Jaguars. Two QB Superflex Leagues. You can take that. That is so crazy. Zach so, Maul, so, so wait, hold that? on one So hold on one second. Garner Minshew is not going to start on Saturday. Yeah. No, they're benching him. Wow. He's banged up and they're benching him. Yeah, Minshew's out for now. I'm sure he'll get the job back because neither of the guys behind him is any good. But Minshew's wow. going to be out this week. Uh, so keep, so make sure you get him out of your lineup. I, I don't was, know if he's droppable, but he might be. I was Minshew for Halloween. <laughs> uh, well, uh, apparently uh, you will not be Minshew for Thanksgiving uh, because it doesn't look maybe like I should, have that job Maybe anymore. I should get some stilts and be Mike Glennon for Halloween. Glennon, right, Mike Glennon. It just reminds me of that old, uh, you know, Bye, underarm deodorant man. ad from back in the day. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so running back, Zach Moss should be out there in some leagues. Gus Edwards, J.K. Dobbins, uh, the aforementioned D.J. Dallas, Jermichael Hasty. Keep in mind, Tevin Coleman got hurt in that game against Seattle, and the Niners have a Thursday nighter coming up. So Hasty could be the guy with Jarek McKinnon. Uh, Damian Harris, uh, who Jerry uh, colluded to get this week with one of his pals. He's worth adding. Jordan Wilkins, Naheem Hines, both in Indianapolis, but don't expect big-time production every week. It's going to be a committee hot hand situation. Philip Lindsay, if he's out there, you can get him. He's probably not. Brian Hill is also worth an ad if you have Todd Gurley. Uh, Cam Akers and the Rams have a bye, but Daryl Henderson got hurt this past week. At wide receiver, Curtis Samuel, two straight games, very good. Mike Williams is out there as well. J.O.'s guy, Corey Davis, he's owned in 36% of ESPN oh. League, so He's available, and they've got the Bayers coming up. Not the best matchup in the world, but still, he has been productive. Uh, Marvin Jones Jr. Uh, and, of course, Marvin Hall as well could be worth a look if they're available. Hall more in deeper leagues, assuming Kenny Galladay cannot go. Jacoby Myers, Nicole Hardman, Anthony Miller, Braxton Berrios, Randall Cobb. And uh, I guess Zach Pascal and Marcus Johnson, we could throw them in there as well with T.Y. Hilton hurt. No doubt, Can especially I, if you um, got in a deeper league. I like Mark Johnson a lot. What's up? Hey, so oh, J.O., let me just ask. Getting ready to wrap this one wait, up. Wait, 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 Go ahead. wait, Corey, let me just ask. What about Willie Sneed? No. <sighs> I mean, Willie Sneed is – I know he had a big game. I get it. The matchup's not great this upcoming week. I'd probably fade him. I'd probably fade him on the wire unless I really needed uh, help with the position. Um, and maybe you do. Possible. Maybe you do. Uh, there's also a possibility that he might have COVID. Let's hope that he doesn't. But what about Bobby? Uh, I know, right? Jeez Louise. What about Bobby Tanyan, the tight end who had like close to 80 yards? Oh, Tanyan. Yeah, he had a good game. He He's out there too. People dropped him after a couple of bad weeks. So yeah, Bob Tanyan is the guy that, uh, that, that start, we do think what, can uh, see some. 
Uh, hey, what if I start Tony Moore? I'm sorry, I got to get in all these. Uh, uh, Anthony what about Miller Tony? against the Titans? He had a lot. He had a lot of targets. All right. Okay. I would, suggest, I would suggest you could do better. Okay. Okay. I think you could do better, and you, you can text me. I need no, to know yeah, what well. else you got on your roster, my friends. Yeah. Or you know what? No, no, I could we'll just join that SI Fantasy Plus and get those flex flex rankings. There you go, man. See, boy, he that's is, how he you guys hooked me. Leader. You put out those flex rankings. It wasn't just the quarterback and everything rankings because you knew that we were going to be battling. Oh, should we start uh, this wide receiver or this running back? And then you knew you would hook us with those flex rankings. That's how you got us on Fantasy Plus. Uh, I love it. Right there, SI Fantasy Plus. You heard it right there from my man, Jerry O'Connell. Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, Michael Fabiano. So, J.O., let's give you an opportunity. Let us know plugs. This is the part where you plug something. Let us know what you got coming up. Then after you do that, I'll plug SI Fantasy Plus, and then we can get out of oh. here. I got nothing. I'm helping my kids do uh, digital school. <laughs> um, I've got nothing going on. You can follow me on Yelp. He's a teacher like, right now. I, he's always, I he's always got something going Yelp. on. I got not, uh, cool. Michael, I have nothing going on. I'm going to obsess. I'm just going to obsess about not starting DJ Dallas. That's going to be my, uh, that's my Well, you're, then you're going to come on my Sirius XM show uh, without question this week. Oh, maybe I'll Got to get you on. Internet, Got to get you on. Maybe I'll just let the internet set my, set my line up. I'll just post it out there. All right. I got to get my kids in school. I love you guys. All right. I love you, brother. Gotta Thank you. The band with the there you go right there. All right. Uh, no, no doubt. So, Mike, I want to uh, thank Jerry a lot for hanging in there with us today. I want to thank you for uh, hooking that up and arranging that. We had a good week this week. I think, don't forget your start sit, uh, your start sit is coming out. Any last words about, uh, any last things you want to say to wrap up week number eight? Woo, I, I will tell you this, and, and I say it I say it a lot, but I, I feel like people need to hear it again. The NFL is so week to week, folks. It's so week to week. Just because a guy had a bad week doesn't mean he's going to have another bad week, okay? So, don't be afraid. I get it. Lamar Jackson been a disappointment. He's got the Colts coming up this week. I feel like unless you are absolutely loaded with a backup named maybe Justin Herbert, I don't know. Um, you know, you're still going to be rolling with a guy like Lamar Jackson. And I mean, people have questions about this right now, Corey. Same thing with Josh Allen, right? Josh Allen has not been good lately, nope. uh, but he's got Seattle coming up. So uh, just because a guy has a bad week doesn't mean it's going to happen again. And I will also say this, much like what Jerry O was saying, don't feel bad about starting the right guy, uh, the wrong guy in a backfield. This thing is a mess. We're not even sure what's going on there. In Seattle, I talked to beat writers all week long. They had no clue who was going to be the guy until the inactives came out. So do your best, make an educated guess. And that's basically all we have at this point because we're not obviously in lockdown. Right. Don't get too frustrated with it. It's yeah. been a frustrating season with COVID and everything else that's going on. Just make the best educated guess. Check out SI Fantasy. Check out SI Fantasy Plus. You know, you can get the rankings and the flex rankings that J.O. was talking about. Um, don't don't get too upset with yourself when you make a bad call on a backfield. Trust me, 99% of people started Jonathan Taylor for the Colts this past week, and about 1% started Jordan Wilkins, if that. Yep. Okay? It is what it is. It's just been a, it's been a difficult season, especially in some of these backfields. No doubt about it. So there you go right there. I want to thank Jerry O'Connell for joining us this morning. Michael Ford, Michael Fabiano. I'm Corey Parson, the fantasy executive. SI Fantasy Podcast. Don't forget, Week Start Sit 9 comes out early Wednesday morning. For Mike, I'm Corey. We're out.